Yes, 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 and yes. Thrive Nation, on today's show, we have an incredible guest and somebody who you need to know. You know, there's certain people you go, oh, oh, let me... Let me let me save that guy's name in my phone. I oh oh oh. Some of you are driving your car right now, and you're thinking to yourself, "Oh, I I, I need to get a pen." You need everybody. You need to write this guy's name down. Okay, one, he has a fun last name, but two, you need to know his name because in the world that is swerving, you want to find people that can give it to you straight. In a world where people are constantly getting misinformation, you want to tune into a conversation where there is somebody who's representing Christ, somebody who is representing the remnant that was uh, discussed in the great book of Isaiah and that controversial book known as the Bible. And so this guy, today's guest, is, is, is that, that kind of person. You want to write his name down? You want to write down the name of his show? And now without any further ado, Todd, welcome on to the Thrive Time Show. How are you, sir? Hey, Clay, it's great to be here, man. I'll just say everything that you just said about me, I say about you to my listeners, man, because uh, God is using you in a powerful way, and uh, we were just talking about you out here in Nashville. That is so crazy. So I I did not know that you were discussing me in Nashville. Who are you discussing (laughs) uh, me with? And hopefully it wasn't the members of Antifa. (laughs) Definitely not the members of Antifa. Uh, Pastors and leaders in the city here and revivalists, and I think we're all kind of feeling the same thing, Clay, is that the Lord is not done with the United States of America, and what the devil's trying to do right now, it's like his his great last hurrah, you know, he's trying to stir people up, and a lot of people are disappointed and upset about what's happening, but I believe that God is about to do something extremely powerful in our nation, and we're about to see a great awakening and a great move of the Holy Spirit. Now, Todd, let's get into uh, probably the most controversial thing I'm going to ask you on today's show. What is the proper pronunciation of your last name? You know people are butchering (laughs) your name from coast to coast. Coconado. Coconado. Coconado, folks. Not coconut. Folks, write that down. It's Todd Coconado. Todd Coconado. Write it down, folks. Now, what is your website or your po- where, where can people hear, hear hear more about you after today's show? Thank you for asking, Clay. Well, you can just go to toddcoconado.com. It's T-O-D-D-C-O-C-O-N-A-T-O.com. And that's kind of like the central hub. And we have a bunch of different things going on. i got Remnant News. where We're putting up uh, news from a biblical worldview and, and reporting on things that other people aren't able to or aren't doing. We're on a private server, so they can't take us down. And uh, we're putting up information like what you just did in Tulsa about the Health and Freedom Conference and getting the truth out there. And then we have the Religious Liberty Coalition, where we're standing with pastors and churches, and we're saying it's okay to be open. In fact, it's so okay to be open, we're going to stand with you legally and defend you if you come under attack, because we believe that the Constitution is still the law of this land, which it is. Now, let's talk about Acts 429 for a second. And for those of you who are driving a car, I encourage you to not open your Bibles and turn to uh, uh, so many of our listeners listen to the show while they're driving in their car. So Acts 429. But folks, it's important that you do look it up later, okay? Because we don't want any charlatans out there controlling the airwaves. I want everyone to look it up, highlight it in your own Bible, but it reads Acts 429. And now, Lord, behold their threatenings and grant unto thy servants that with all boldness they may speak thy word. Sharing the truth with boldness, Todd, how do, in a world where the pastors, the pastors of uh, America's churches are cowering to the Mm. health departments, remember the health departments were given powers because the models that falsely said that 2.2 million people might die scared everybody. Again, the models that said 2.2 million people might die, those models gave powers 
to yeah. the health department. And then the, 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 the health department was even further uh, given more power. The, these elected officials were given more power to take your constitutional rights away from you based upon the falsely yeah. calibrated PCR tests that were inflating yep. the number of cases. And then we were the, these these bureaucrats, these tyrants were given even more power. These health departments, these these leaders were given more power to take away your constitutional freedoms based upon the lie that there were no effective treatments for COVID nineteen, even though we know ivermectin, budesonide, and hydroxychloroquine are effective, one hundred percent effective treatments. So, what would you say to somebody listening right now who attends a church uh, that is led by a pastor who will not open his church? How does that person share the truth with love and boldness when they are attending a church that is currently closed due to COVID-19 restrictions? Well, I, I think you, you just nailed something right here that we need to talk about. So in John 10, 10 through 29, it literally says the thief, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. And, and Christ came that, he, that we may have life and life more abundantly. So we know what's happening in America right now. The church is being closed. We're supposed to be the head and not the tail. And in Hebrews 10.25, it says, not forsaking, forsaking the assembling together of ourselves. We're meant to assemble, Clay. And, uh, and so the enemy has gone right for the jugular of the American church trying to shut down the churches. And I know it's under the guise of COVID, but this is fear-based. And we have to look at the messaging of the enemy. You know, he's been doing marketing, if you think about it, since the Garden of Eden. He said, you know, surely you shall not die. Well, surely being closed isn't going to affect America spiritually. Really? Actually, we're supposed to be coming together fellowshipping. Churches are like hospitals where people that are broken, and we're all broken, can come together and assemble and exhort each other and pray for one another. In Mark 16, 17, it actually says we're supposed to lay hands on the sick and they will be healed. So the message is simple. We, we, we cannot forsake the assembling together of the brethren. That means we're supposed to connect. We're supposed to be, you know, assembling, and then we're supposed to be laying hands on the sick. So two things that have not happened when the churches are shut down. So how can a pastor justify this? They can't. And it's fear-based messaging that the enemy has used yep. to silence and to shut down the church. We have to be open. And these two scriptures are literally the foundation for this, why we have to come together, Clay. Now, I'm going to uh, share something with the listeners that I think has the potential to uh, freak somebody out. So, But I'm going to go with it, and then we'll see what happens. Uh, at the Health and Freedom Conference, and, and Todd, you were there for both days, correct? Yes, sir. Yep. Uh, Pastor Leon Benjamin was there. Uh, he, he spoke. Yeah. And uh, Pastor Leon Benjamin uh, is, is, is a pastor who uh, was a member of the President Trump's uh, spiritual advisory uh, council there. And uh, um, I noticed that he has an anointing to yep. share the word of God in a way that is not normal. He clearly right. has a gifting. And so I called him, boop, 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 boop. Pastor Leon, what's up? He, and I said, hey, um, so um, I was thinking about if you could maybe move to Tulsa. And, uh, you know, uh, on Thursday nights, I want to do a church uh, service where we're not trying to take congregations away from their own churches. We're not trying to steal congregations away. We're not trying to take tithe and offering from other churches. We're not trying to, you know, poach on other churches. We, we're just trying to share uh, the gospel on Thirsty Thursdays. You know, where people are thirsty for the truth, and we're thinking maybe you, Thursday night you come out to the river walk. We're going to call it the remnant, and I'd like for you to be the senior pastor of our Thursday services. Wow. Pause. Wow. Waited. He says, I'm in. Woo! So May 6th, we're starting this, and we already have 500 people who have RSVP'd yep. for service number one. That, to me, is a win for America. 
And I, I heard of a, a guy in Minnesota I spoke to. He has a very large house, and he said, I was so frustrated that my pastor won't open his church. He called through his entire directory of his church, and he got everybody, pretty much everyone he called said, yeah, we'd love to have church at your house. So he said, my yeah. whole church is now meeting at my house. Um, there you so go. I'm, I'm hearing these kinds of things. Are you? What kind of positive things are you hearing? I'm hearing many things that are indicative of we're right at the beginnings of this revival. I'm seeing sparks. Right. I'm seeing flames. The event in Tulsa was designed to embolden leaders yeah. all over the country and to get the to fan the flames of this revival. I'm very encouraged. Tell us what what is something encouraging that you're you're seeing. Well, this is exactly what we're seeing, Clay. And, you know, just to go back to your first question real quick, you know, talk to your pastor if, they, if you're not open. But honestly, if he's not willing to open or she's not willing to open at this point, then you really need to pray about if you're, if you're planted in the right place. Because if, if we're shut down now, Clay, there's going to be times coming that more serious things happen. And we need pastors that are willing to stand, that are willing to be bold and unafraid. You mentioned bold. You know, the Bible talks about the Apostle Paul. He went boldly into a region. He was thrown in jail sometimes. He was thrown out of entire regions, but he went boldly. The Bible speaks about that specifically. And so you need to be under a covering of a bold pastor, and that's what's happening, and that's what we're seeing, is, is that the churches that are open, the pastors that are willing to be bold, they're seeing, you know, and you may be afraid of losing some people. You may lose like 40 people or whatnot, but you're going to gain 500 people, to your point, because people are hungry and they want to see a pastor right. that's willing to stand. This is what America needs. We need bold leaders, bold believers, and he's bringing together the remnant body of Christ for a time as this. And, and you know, what's so interesting about your conference claim, this is what I'm seeing, is it's not just pastors. There's people that have different marketplace anointings, so, such as yourself, as an entrepreneur, uh, doctors, nurses, and they're speaking truth. And so what God is doing is he's anointing truth-tellers for a time as this, and it doesn't fit the typical model of the church but it is the church. It's the ecclesia. The church has left the building. We're still in buildings, don't get me wrong, but we can also assemble in houses. We can also assemble in places that aren't historically where maybe Christians were meeting. But this is bringing it back. In, in the beginning of, of the Christian faith, it was called followers of the way. This was before they were called Christians, of course. It was called followers of the way. I believe God is doing a restoration. We're taking a look at what's happened in America, and we're saying, my goodness, the church stopped being the head. And instead, we were trying to conform to society. And the Bible says, do not be conformed, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind. That's what he's doing right now, is he's transforming those that are willing to see what God is doing and to, and to hear the voice of the Lord for an hour at a time as this. He's emboldening, he's strengthening, he's anointing, he's giving vision, direction. And this is the beginning of a great move of God in our country. It's an awakening. It's like a renaissance, a, a spiritual renaissance, where people are seeing and they're saying, you know what, maybe the fog machine is not important. Maybe, you know, I've been on, in churches where they're spending, and, you know, again, I'm not against this stuff, but they spend thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars, 30, 40,000 on all these different things. And meanwhile, there's people outside down the street that are struggling, that are, that are suffering. And so right. God is bringing the ecclesia together, the remnant, those that hunger and thirst for righteousness. And, and that's what's happening right now. And I believe it is the beginning. The devil has overplayed his hand. And I know many people are very concerned. I'm concerned. We're watching things that are happening in our nation, but I believe this is the devil's big hurrah before this powerful move of God that's coming, and nothing can stop it, Clay. And I'm excited because it's going to be a powerful thing, unlike anything that we've seen in our lifetime. I, I agree, and I, I, hate, I hate to do this. I know somebody out there says, Scripture, 
You're not gonna read scripture. I mean, the Bible. Can you even say the Bible? Can you say the Bible on a show? What if it is it, is it offensive? Are we allowed to say? Yeah, folks, the Bible. So Luke chapter nine. I'm gonna read this to you, and I, I want to. I'm just gonna read you just uh, eight verses, nine verses, and and I'd like to get your take on what this means. Okay. Yeah. I'll read it nice and slow so the, the folks out there can take notes and you can think about it. Here we go. Luke chapter 9 says, Then he, that would be Jesus, he called his 12 disciples together and gave them power and authority over all devils and to cure yeah. diseases. And he sent them to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. And he yeah. said unto them, Take nothing for your journey, neither staves nor script, neither bread, neither money. Neither have two coats apiece. And whatsoever house ye enter into, there abide and thence depart. And whosoever will not receive you, when ye go out of that city, shake off the very dust from your feet for a testimony yeah. against them. And they departed and went through the towns, preaching the gospel and healing everywhere. Yes. I feel like Jesus told 12 disciples, 12 teachers, 12 followers, 12 guys, said, hey, guys, go out there and cure people of diseases and right. don't bring a lot of stuff with you because uh, we don't want that kind of stuff to keep you from being bold. You know, you don't want to bring all this cumbersome stuff that keeps you from being able to move quickly and swiftly from town to town. It, to mm. me, it sounds like, pastor, you might want to go out there and preach the word and don't worry about your 501c3. Don't worry about That's the right. litigation. Don't worry about the judgment. Don't worry about the frustrations or don't worry about the conversations. Don't worry about getting a thumbs down on Facebook. <laughs> I, that's yep. what I feel like I'm reading here. I'd love to get your take on that. Luke chapter 9. Yeah. Oh, it's exactly what you're saying. We cannot be worried about the approval of man. You know, we need to understand we're citizens of heaven. We're not of this world. The Bible says in this world, but not of it. You know, we can't be worried about what people are saying. Listen, I get attacked. I know you get attacked, Clay. That's spiritual warfare. The battle's not against flesh and blood. It's against strongholds and principalities. That's what's going on. Look, people say it's politics. And, you know, Pastor, why are you getting involved in politics? I'm not, it's not politics. This is a spiritual battle that we're in for the very soul of our nation. Mm. And why I get in this fight every day is, you know, I have a daughter. I'm out here, look at our nation. We're seeing all kinds of wicked, wicked things. And these things have been going on for a long time, Clay. And you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a term. It's high time that the church and it's high time that the pastors start understanding we're in this battle and, and it's not political, it's spiritual. And so how can we just look the other way? We have to stand and fight. There's a righteous remnant in America that are praying, that are interceding. This is what needs to happen. Our prayers, the faithful, fervent prayers of a righteous man avails much. We have to believe that God is hearing our prayers. We're not just praying and then it just goes you know, out there, no one hears it. No, we're praying to the God of heaven and earth who sits on the throne of glory. He's the creator of all things. It's a fixed fight. The devil is a fallen archangel. The God of heaven and earth sits on the throne. He's holy. He's mighty. So if you are about his business, he's going to be with you. What does the Bible say? Even until the end of the age, he will never leave you. He will never forsake you. So don't worry about hit pieces in the media or social media likes. This is about serving the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And once we plug in and understand what that means, mm. it's miracles, signs, wonders. We're going to see the sick healed. I've seen it, Clay. I'll tell you, my, whole, my life is a testimony, what God did in my life. I know God is real. I had an encounter with him, and I can't ever deny that encounter. 
And so that's what, you know, and I'm no better. I'm not better than anybody or special. You know, everybody that's listening right now, we can all do this and have an encounter with God and fight to be on fire. We, we need to be on fire to fire. understand the God that we're serving, which is holy and mighty and worthy of praise. And once we understand this, then we can take authority in the name of Jesus. And going back to that scripture, the battle's not against flesh and blood. What is it against? Strongholds, principalities. Okay, so if we're binding and loosing and, and coming against in the name of Jesus by the power and authority of the Holy Spirit, we're able to take the territory. That means this nation. That means this nation. That means all the wicked things that we're seeing coming out of the media, coming out of Hollywood, all these different things. If the church rises up and, and starts to understand the authority that we're able to walk in in Jesus Christ, that if the devil doesn't stand a chance, Clay. I agree. I agree. And I agree. Uh, one, we have an opportunity to ask you one final question here, and then I'll do a little kind of a bonus fry question, kind of an extra bonus fry question. So Matthew 5, 10 through 12 reads, Blessed are they which are persecuted for his righteousness sake, for yeah. theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are ye when men shall revile you and persecute you and shall say all manner of evil against you falsely for my sake. Rejoice and be exceedingly glad, for great is your reward in heaven for so, persec for so persecuted they the prophets were before you. Yeah. What does that mean? Yes, it, right now, there's, if you're standing, and you're one of these people that's standing boldly, like we talked about, there's, there's, it's a 100% chance you're going to have some type of spiritual warfare, okay? And so, in fact, I would say this, Clay, if you're not having spiritual warfare, you have to almost wonder if you're really doing everything you can be, because you want it, the more you get over the target, the more flack there is, right? But the good news is, is that God is with us. So he, he turns around what was meant for evil. You know how many times they've tried to attack me or do different things? But the Lord turns it around, and it ends up being used for His glory. And so we should not be fearful or afraid if we're getting attacked in the, for the name of Jesus or standing for the Word of God. By all means, stand and stand again, and stand for the full Bible. Don't leave parts out. I've met with pastors. I can't believe it, Clay. They say, well, we don't preach that part of the Bible. What do you mean you don't preach that part of the Bible? we got to stand for the full Bible, and what the Lord is going to do is he's going to go before hey, us. Hey, 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 about hey, us. Wait a minute. You're telling me there's pastors who are telling you they don't teach the whole Bible? Can you imagine that? I, I just It still blows my mind, but yes, I have heard that. Yeah. What? Uh, I, I don't know the technical <laughs> term for it, but I feel like it's jackassery. <laughs> it's compromise, yeah. I mean, it's uh, wow. you know they're willing to say, well, we're not going to stand for the whole truth. Well, the Bible says the truth sets the captive free. So clearly, you know, you're leaving parts out. Then you're not equipping. If you're a shepherd, you're supposed to be equipping those that follow you and, and look to you as a spiritual leader. You're not equipping them. You're not giving them all the tools. So we have to preach the full Bible. Listen, I didn't write it. I'm a messenger. That's all I am. And you know, and I'm going to stand for the full Bible because I know it's God's word and it's anointed. And you know what? If people attack us, so be it. Like you said, we are blessed and highly favored. And hallelujah, the Lord will turn it around, mm. and he will be with us. And that's what he's doing, Clay. Now, are you, for people out there, briefly, just give us a, a kind of a bonus fry. Give us a 30-second uh, recap of your bio, so that way people who uh, d d don't know you could, could appreciate, you know, who you are and, and maybe why what you said on today's show uh, is, 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 in fact, credible. Yes, sir. Well, it, you know, it's hard to put it all into like a couple of seconds, but I'll tell you this. I pastored for 17 years in Los Angeles 
It was an amazing opportunity. I, I'm so thankful. The Lord moved us out to Nashville. I'm now the president of the Religious Liberty Coalition. We are standing with churches and pastors and parachurch organizations and Christian business owners all around the country. If anybody comes under attack, we will defend you. We will stand with you. It is an honor. Uh, I speak and many different conferences, different things like that. But, you know, honestly, I'm just here to, I said, send me, I'll go, like Isaiah. And, and that's really it. You know, I'm just so, here. God has saved my life, Clay. And you know what? I was in, in a messed up life, and he, he turned it around. And, you know, I just can't even tell you what the Lord has done in my life over the last 20-so years. It's amazing. And, and, and he'll do the same for anybody listening. If you're caught up, if you're depressed. Uh, the first time I walked into a church, I thought I was going to get hit with lightning. But the Lord, the Lord saved me. He set me free. He is the wow. absolute void filler. He will now, fill the void, and he gives you the joy and the peace, and he equips you and gives you everything you need to do uh, the work of the kingdom. Now, did you say if a church is getting sued, they should call you? Yes, sir. Please. How do they get a hold call of you? Call us. We, we want to stand with you. We're the Religious Liberty Coalition. You can go to www.rlcus.org, and you can uh, email me, todd.coconato at rlcus.org. And we will stand with you, and uh, we'll defend you legally. Uh, real quick. And uh, there's really there's no yeah. reason why anybody needs to be closed well, right now, because the RLC is here for that very purpose. We will stand with you, Clay. You're saying that if, 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 if someone's church is being sued, how do they email you? They can email me at todd.coconato at rlcus.org. One more time. What's that email address? Yes, sir. todd.coconato at rlcus.org. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna repeat it back to you because I know our list. I know some somebody out there is trying to write it down right now, and and I'm and I'm trying. I'm I'm like their advocate. I'm I'm like the hype man for the guy <laughs> trying to write down the stuff while going through the drive-through. So it's yeah. Todd T O D D dot coconato. Yep. So dot C O C O N A T O at R L U C S dot org. R L C U S dot org, like Religious Liberty Coalition U S dot org. Okay, so that website again is R L C U S dot org. That's right. Oh, that's good. Oh, I feel like some someone says thank you, thank you, Clay, for belaboring that point. There, that's great. That Todd, I appreciate you so much, my friend. I can't wait for America to learn more about you and your your your, your knowledge bombs you're dropping, the, the the truth that you expose, and specifically for the pastors out there. If you are worried about being sued or you are being sued, go to rlcus.org. That's rlcus.org. Todd, you're a great American, and you I, I'm, I'm judging by the sound of your, your the audio quality in your voice today. Uh, you sound like you're smelling terrific. <laughs> I try, man. Hey, listen, we appreciate what you're doing too, Clay. I mean, this is God is moving in our nation. We're excited to see what he does in this next season. And just know we're all praying for you as well, sir. Thanks, brother. Have a great day. All right, my friend. You too. Bye. Hey friends, Pastor Todd here, and I have some exciting news. We have a promo code from MyPillow.com that Mike Lindell is allowing us to use here at the Todd Coconato Show, The Remnant, and it's very simple. It's Remnant. That's the, the promo code. You have to do it in lowercase letters, so R-E-M-N-A-N-T, all lowercase. Use that as the promo code, and you will get 60 to 65% off of your order at mypillow.com and you'll help us fight for election integrity and push back against the deep state plan to take over our country. So kind of important, kind of important and a way to help us in our fight 
and uh, help Mr. Lindell and to buy products from MyPillow.com. It's been banned by just about every major retail chain. They took out his product and we're here to step up and be the remnant and fight back and help support this great company, this great cause, and help the remnant uh, here at the Todd Coconato Show. So once again, the promo code is R-E-M-N-A-N-T, all lowercase letters, or R-M-N-T in all capitals. And you can use either of those and you'll get about uh, 65% off or so on your order. All right, friends, God bless you and thank you for being part of the remnant.